This episode of Road Dirt, the podcast is brought to you by Law Tigers, motorcycle lawyers. You can find them at lawtigers.com. Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of Road Dirt Motorcycle Media and RoadDirt.tv, your down-home grassroots motorcycle brand, covering what we like to call ride life, hashtag ride life. This is Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And on this episode of the podcast, we take an electric adventure. We recently had the privilege of um, sampling for about a month or so the uh, Zero Motorcycles DSRX. It's an adventure motorcycle from the electric brand Zero. And um, first of its kind, really, an electric um, adventure motorcycle. So this is a story about uh, having that for a few weeks. And it's called, well, simply, Electric Adventure. Day-to-day with the Zero Motorcycles DSRX. Turning right onto a state road near my home, I suddenly caught a glimpse in my left periphery of a pickup truck topping the hill behind me, his headlights bearing down rapidly in my mirrors. Oh, crap, I exclaimed as I rolled hard on the throttle to put distance between us. The Zero DSRX responded instantly, with arm-stretching torque, nearly lifting the front in eager anticipation, zero to 70 in just seconds, leaving the four-wheeled interloper far behind. What a torque monster, I said aloud in my helmet, as my heart rate and breathing tried to relax. No shifting, no winding up hard through five or six gears, just instant linear acceleration pulling me out of harm's way with its 166 foot-pounds of torque and no roar of a howling exhaust climbing into the upper rev range, which I admit I love, but an electric whine, a scream really, as the Zero rocketed me down the road. Impressive, once I could catch my breath. Electric is growing on me. When Phil and I first had the opportunity to sample a pair of Zeros back a couple of years ago, their SRS and SRF models, we entered it somewhat skeptical, but finished our review really quite impressed. I don't believe that electric is our sole future, but it'll certainly be a viable part of the world's transportation energy solutions. And brands like Zero Motorcycles are driving the innovation and the practical developments of it. So now Zero has entered the wildly popular and increasingly crowded ADV and dual sport category with this DSRX Sport Adventure motorcycle. Rolling on an upgraded frame cradle from the DS, from the SRS and SRF models and with a new generation, what they call the Z475-10X drive motor and the 17.3 battery pack, the DSRX is really quite suited and sorted for daily commuting, canyon carving, straight line dragging, you know, like when you're trying to get out of the way of a jacked up pickup truck on your license plate, and light duty dirt and gravel. More on that part momentarily. We've had the DRS, DSRX for about three weeks or so, and we'd ridden multiple scenarios. Aaron running around town, joyriding through the wide open countryside, diving through curves, riding through some of the overabundant rain we've had this winter, and bouncing down a few dirt and gravel roads so common here in the rural south. I personally found the Zero DSRX more than adequate for the kind of riding I typically enjoy and employ. First and foremost, let's start with the bike's ride modes. On several motorcycles we've reviewed in recent years, there have been occasions where we really couldn't discern major differences between their various ride mode settings. 
Certainly not so with the DSRX. Each of its six separate ride modes are very distinct with characteristics immediately noticeable upon entering that mode. Here's what I personally found out about each. The first one, kind of the, the uh, go-to um, default was called Eco or Economy. It has a very measured throttle response with heavy what's called regenerative regen braking. Standard, it's got a quicker throttle response with much less regen braking. Sport mode, very jumpy throttle we found, very little regen braking at all. Then there's one called Canyon. Its throttle is very similar to standard, but it's got more regen braking, kind of halfway between standard and economy. There's rain mode, which is a gradual controlled throttle response, very controlled roll on with gradual, more controlled braking and regen braking. There's even an off-road, whereas it actually disables or at least greatly reduces the traction control and the ABS and with the eco-style throttle and rain-style braking. Now, through Zero's next-gen app, there's actually a gen, uh, uh, an app in the in the store. You can in any of whatever app store you use called next-gen Zero's next-gen app. Any of those ride modes can be customized into an off-road setting. I, I didn't have the chance to do that. I didn't download the next-gen app, but uh, apparently you can do that when you download the app. You can really create a whole bunch of your own ride modes. I myself mostly found myself in standard mode and canyon mode, which I really enjoyed for just regular riding, dry road days, which we didn't have many of those. Very comfortable settings for the type of riding that I do. Now on rainy days, the rain mode was very confidence inspiring, as was really off-road settings when I was on dirt and gravel. In fact, in the off-road mode, the bike is able to move more and flow beneath the rider with very minimal traction control or ABS trying to interfere or intervene. Zero's got a really fine package in their ride modes, very well-developed and well-implemented. I was very impressed. Now, if you're not familiar with this thing called regenerative braking, to put it simply, at least for me, the drive motor spins in reverse when you roll off the throttle sending an electric charge back to the battery pack. This unique feature, exclusive to electric vehicles, automo automobiles as well as motorcycles, actually means you get better mileage around town in stop and go conditions due to the regen braking, as opposed to steady throttle out on the open roads. Of course, the opposite is true of petrol powered motorcycles and automobiles where mileage decreases under traffic conditions. One day while I was out running a honeydew errand list around our town, my starting charge for the day showed 128 miles before I left the house. Now, upon returning, when I finished my errands, the range showed 129 miles. That blew my mind at first until it dawned on me the effects of this thing called regenerative braking. I'd started and stopped so frequently around town, every time I closed the throttle and would roll to another stop, I kept recharging the battery. Yet when I'd take off for a few hours of just open country riding, the charge and the range would really tick down rapidly before my eyes. Which leads me to the two main caveats still existent with electric motorcycles, range and charge times. From zero to full charge takes a good eight hours on a standard 110 wall socket here in the United States. About an hour and a half with zeros, what they call their power tank fast charge pack, which is another $3,000 accessory. 
Standard charge yielded about 112 miles for us and with an extended charge feature enabled in the menu, I'm not sure why they don't just make that standard, but anyway, you can eke out about 128, maybe 130 miles on a charge, especially around town. That's a little better, but still quite inadequate compared to 200 plus range on many of today's um, standard adventure bikes that are gas powered. Plus you can pull in and out of a gas station in about 10 minutes rather than an hour or more waiting for enough charge to ride an electric bike. Of course, battery tech is improving steadily with weight and size dropping, range increasing, and charge time shrinking. That gap will close in time, I'm sure. Zero asserts the DSRX will actually do about 180 miles on a charge in an urban stop and go environment. And in my experience around town, that makes sense. That really makes sense. I think it's plausible. As well as the ride modes, I personally felt the rider triangle fit me really well at five foot eight. I could mostly flat foot at stops due to the 32.6 seat height. And while the curb weight of 154 pounds might seem a mite heavy, the Zero carries all that weight really quite low. So I never really felt like I was gonna lose it or tip over. To be honest, the overall dimensions and feel reminded me of Triumph's Tiger Sport 660, which we had about a year ago, which I absolutely love that adventure bike. An added feature I enjoyed and employed a few times was they have a reverse mode on the uh, Zero. Access through the parking tab in the menu, sliding the bike back with the throttle inputs is much better than the reverse found on say the Honda Goldwing or similar bikes that we've tried. Now in day-to-day -day riding, I appreciated the tactile manual adjuster of the windscreen up before you, up, up ahead of the, uh, the TFT display. Just reach up and crank the screen up or down to your desired height, even while you're out riding. It's so much easier than snaps, screws, clips, or latches found on adjustable windscreens of other brands. Of course, in place of a fuel tank, the DSRX has a deep storage trunk. It's not big enough for a helmet, but large enough for a slew of other items. No need for a tank bag, really. Just put it all in the, the tank trunk. The charging port is just forward of the trunk with a flip-up lid granting access. I also love the non-glare TFT dash, easily readable and not blinding like when the sun is over your shoulder. Thanks for doing that, Zero. It's little things that make the difference. Some might find a clutchless ride to be kind of boring, while others would appreciate it. I've come to see the value in it as when I came to a stop sign on an uphill incline once. Rather than trying to feather the clutch while gripping a brake lever, followed by the delicate dance of releasing the brake and the clutch while feeding proportionate throttle to take off on a regular gas-powered bike, I found I could merely apply a tad bit of throttle on the incline, just enough to hold the zero still with no brakes, then simply feed throttle to roll through and away. Zero has programmed a hill hold feature into the package, similar to what we found a, a year or so ago on the Triumph Rocket 3 that we rode, but I found it unnecessarily with the, that simple throttle mitigation. It was that easy. I've got to admit, as much as I thoroughly love the full interaction of hands and feet with a petrol-powered bike, the simplicity of operation with electrics like this could expand our sport to a much wider audience of participants. Heck, I've gotten somewhat spoiled by it in the time we've enjoyed the DSRX. And when a typical recharge cost might range around a buck fifty to two dollars, 
In these days of ridiculous gas prices, the appeal climbs even more. Of course, that's balanced against a sticker price of $24,495. And if you add the power tank or rapid charger options, the cost of entry can get rather steep indeed. Is it worth it? Let the rider decide. The list of accessories and farkles in the Zero catalog are really impressive from luggage to lower seats, a variety of guards and mods to make the bike really your own. Zero has a solid, good-looking, and supremely capable motorcycle in the DSRX with features galore. We say they have a winner in this first-of-its-kind electric adventure bike. Here's hoping the ADV crowd agrees. Now, if you check out our website, roaddirt.tv, go look for Electric Adventure. We've got a ton of photos that we took in the time we had the bike, as well as a video review at the end of it that you can click into and watch uh, without even leaving um, the site. And you can see our a lot of our ride pictures and ride footage and things like that from the time that we had it. So go check that out, roaddirt.tv. And also the video not only is on is on the article electric adventure but if you happen to be on youtube you can go to our road dirt tv youtube channel and uh, the electric adventure video is out there too just standalone independent you can go watch it there as well it's about 11 minutes long and um we're very pleased with it uh, good good bike and um, we, we had a great time reviewing it hey look us up on social media too we're on facebook twitter and instagram road dirt tv we've also got a Spotify music playlist, about 25 hours worth of music. It's called Road Dirt Classics. Go check that out. Some tunes while you're out on the open road this spring, summer, and fall this year. And uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, give it, give it a like, subscribe to us, um, share around with some of your friends and other folks you know that ride. And um, hey, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. We always enjoy interacting with our audience. So until next time, this is Rob with Road Dirt. Ride life.